Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mornings with McKenzie on the Everything In Between podcast, where we get the morning started with a quick chat about life in Jesus. This morning, I just want to share two stories that really just gave me chills, um, but also just proved to me that Jesus is real. I don't know who is maybe battling with that concept or maybe you're second guessing, or maybe you're not, but they're just incredible stories to hear. And they just really show how Jesus showed up and just was like, I'm here. I have this covered. This is all good. Um, So the first story I want to share is there was a guy I went to high school with. He got diagnosed with leukemia and I think it was maybe within a year that he passed, but in that year, he really strengthened and became more intimate with God. We were super young at this point, so um, I think he was a year older than me, maybe two, um, and so when he got diagnosed and started doing chemo and ended up living basically in the hospital, he just started to grow more deeper with God. He was always a Christian Um and always believed in God, but he didn't really have like an intimate relationship with him. Through that time, he just grew with God. Like I said, he got, you know, more involved um, as much as he could and just really got to know him and built a true relationship with him. So I think it was maybe a couple days before he passed, they allowed him to go home so that he could pass in the comfort of his home, be surrounded by his family and friends. And when that day came, I remember them talking about this at the funeral. They said he was in bed and you could kind of tell like the time was coming that he was going to go and he started closing his eyes and he was telling them, I see bright lights. Like I see a really bright light. I see a really bright light and everyone in the room, it was his close friends and family. um, They were telling him run towards that light, like run towards the light. And he was saying, it's so bright. I see gates like describing to them what he was seeing and um they were like run to the light run to the light and he literally started running in his bed to what he was seeing as this light so he ended up passing and everyone kind of said their goodbyes and walked outside of the room and when they left he was you know just he had just passed um he had no emotions on his face or anything So they walked out of the room and I think maybe a couple minutes later, 30 minutes later, no longer than an hour later, they walked, I think it was his mom, walked back into the room and he had a smile on his face. Not like a a full-blown smile, but a very bright, light smile. And she said, I asked the nurse, like, what happened? Like, is, is he breathing again? Like, is he okay? And she said, no, he's gone But sometimes we know that people who are really involved in their faith, when they pass, it's almost like God leaves them with that smile to let their family know like, hey, he's okay and he's with me. And when they shared that story at his um, funeral, I just remember crying because there was a time where I was questioning God and like if he was real. And again, this was high school, so I was young Um, and I heard that story and I was like, wow. I fully believe in God now because there's nothing else that it could have been. Um, Another story that I have that just gives me chills every time I say it or she just recently told me to make sure that I had it right um, was for my friend Amber. So years ago, she had to go get her wisdom teeth taken out. And usually in that setting, her mom would take her. But for some reason that day, her dad had to take her. And her dad just unexpectedly within a year lost both of his parents. So he lost his mom 
um, due to surgery complications. And then a couple, six months later, I think, um, ended up losing his dad. Just, I think the grief and the pressure and also health complications as well really got to him. So in a year, her dad lost both of his parents unexpectedly. And it was really tough for him. He was really grieving and it was just a very difficult season for him. So he took her to go get her wisdom teeth taken out again. Usually her mom would have taken her and Amber even said like, I was kind of upset or like sad that my mom couldn't take me, but obviously my mom had other things to do. And so she goes into surgery and as she's wheeling back, she's coming off anesthesia and they're putting her like in her recovery room. She said, I just remember wheeling back on the cart and all of a sudden everything around me went white. Like it was just completely white. The bed I was in, I was still in my stretcher and I couldn't get out of it, but everything was just so white. And she said, I, I looked in the distance and I remember seeing these gates, these huge gates that you could like, they just got lost in the whiteness. Like you would look up and they were just never ending. They were huge. Um, and she remembers that there was someone sitting on a bench and they got up and started walking to them first. Amber thought that she had died, which I thought was like funny. She was like, did I just die? Um, but no, so a person started walking to her and a little bit behind that person was another person. And as they got closer, she realized that it was her grandma and grandpa. They were talking and she was trying to get out of the stretcher, but she couldn't. Um, and so eventually they said, you know, we have to go now. And Amber was like, no, don't go. Like, I want more time. And again, she's trying to get out the stretcher, but she couldn't. And she's like, I want more time with you. You just got here. And they said, well, he said we have to come back now. And she said that her grandparents basically said to her, tell your dad that we're sorry we had to leave that way, but that we love him. But he's telling us we have to come back now. And so all of that's happening. She wakes up, she's bawling, crying. She wakes up and the nurse in the room and her dad in the room are bawling, crying because they basically were watching her talk to them. Like I just got chills all over again. So as she was coming off of the anesthesia and having this vision with her grandparents, they were watching it. And she said that that helped her dad so much knowing that his parents you know, said, we're so sorry we had to leave you, but we love you. And knowing that they were in heaven helped him in his grieving process, helped him just have more peace about everything. And I just thought that was an incredible story. And it's just proof like God is so real. Everything he does is so strategic and it's for a purpose and it's for a reason. And again, I don't know if you were struggling with that question today or if you just needed to hear this story, these stories, um, but I hope they helped you in some way because I know they definitely helped me. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you today. I just pray that these stories really hit someone, God, that they know that you're real, that sometimes we get attacked and we question and we wonder why you allow certain things to happen, God. But I just pray that you help your people know that you're a good God and that everything happens for a reason. Lord, I pray for anyone that was maybe questioning you. I pray that these stories help them, God. And even if they don't, Lord, I pray that you show yourself to them so that they know there's no other way that it was anything or anyone else but you. 
God, we love you. We trust you. We thank you and we praise you. And in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Have an amazing day, everyone. Make sure to be kind, to do good, to remember that God loves you and I love you too. Bye.